learned how to fart the alphabet. Uh-huh, it's the truth. All right, here we go, ready? Here's A. Shut up, Brandon! Hello, welcome to the Shut Up Brandon podcast. I am Dustin. I am Larry. All right, I'm Dave. <laughs> I'm Brandon. You're throwing off this groove we've set in the first 12 episodes. No groove. See, I, I, I would have been excited about saying my name, but since you threw off the groove, I had to say I'm Brandon. Yeah. If you would have gone normally, I'd have been, I'm Brandon. Just see, no. Way to I go, Dick I thought maybe you would screw up your name, too. No. Why would I? Why wouldn't you? It's the name I was given, baby. I, I didn't choose it. my name. I didn't choose my name. I'm going to be whoever I want from day to day. I don't care what my parents decided to name me. I have no control over that. Don't you? It's wish my you, life. Don't you wish anytime you it's said now or never. I ain't going to live, live forever. forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. Uh, don't you wish every time you said baby like that, like a gunshot sound effect happened? Yeah. Baby. Oh. Pew. Talking about uh, Bruce oh. Campbell. Yeah. Or yeah. Crime Wave. Crime Wave that we all. I watched for the first. That was the first time I ever seen. I'd it. never seen it before. Me either. too. I had a VHS sitting here for 10 years. I never watched it. <laughs> it just farted. I hope they can hear it. Since the new uh, Shout Factory Blu-ray came out. I have a copy sitting here. I know it, was that, that was a Shout Factory? Yeah. yeah. So, we watched it. Yeah. Watch Crime Wave. Yeah. I, I loved it. Early Sam Raimi. Yeah. Very, I, I liked it a lot. I, I think I would have liked it more if it had a different main character. Main character is not... They don't do a bad job, the two leads, but they're just... They're the most uninteresting people in the movie, which just tends to happen in a lot of movies, sporting cast being such big people like Bruce Campbell and Brian James and Paul Smith. Yeah. Just... yeah. I do think it's Sam Raimi's best film, though. What? It probably is. Like, honestly. If you yeah. stop, if you stop it, like, objectively, if you stop and think about it, it's probably his best movie. You have the Coen Brothers script. The cinematography is, like, amazing. Like, leagues above anything else. The cinematography is great. Yeah, but... yeah. But I think, I mean... I don't know. It's the probably, lighting was cool. I don't think I like it the best, but I think it's tech, like objectively his best movie. Oh, yeah. Too messy. Messy? No. See, I like my favorite was Quick and the Dead, and I think mine has to be Crime Wave now. Really? It's your favorite now? Yeah. How many times have you watched it? Just the once. Oh, I could never do it. You guys are fucking with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you guys were right away. The cinematography was great and the lighting was good, but uh, first 15 minutes of that movie are a fucking chore. Care what it takes a while to sink into that movie. To be honest, it's not I know, easy. I, to get um, I, 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 kind of, but I think any, you also get most of the Bruce Campbell stuff in the beginning. And for me, anytime he was on screen, I was entertained. Yeah, but the it is unfortunate when you have to focus on the main characters and they kind of suck. What, what the whole like stupid prison crime thing, like with the electric chair? I, I think they could have cut that. I, I, I didn't like that. That, that, that wasn't good. Yeah. Like, but uh, the gags with like Paul Smith when they were throwing the the flowers and he smashes the flower vase. And yeah. stuff like that. That was brilliant. And all the gags and stuff like that. I told you the first thing he, he would question it. You know, <laughs> were like, I think it's Sam Raimi's best movie. What? <laughs> I'm like, you're getting ready to throw <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm not, all right, it's your opinion. I don't know if you no, guys are serious. We don't, we don't really think that. We no. thought it'd be fun. We were talking my, about I, I figured you guys were. I could tell. <laughs> I've been so used to doing that because my friends used to do it when I was like 12. They'd be like... They'd be like, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. And just example, is way better than the original Dawn of the Dead. And then they'd be like... <laughs> but they'd turn, say, you're turning red. You, your fist after, already through the wall. After a while, like, guys, shut up. It's not going to work. They're like, all right, fine. My it's favorite better. is still Quick in the Dead, but Crime Wave was a hoot. It was fun. It's definitely think, a hoot. I'm trying to think what my favorite is. Mine's Darkman. Darkman's awesome. It's either Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness. I love those movies so much. Oh, that's a good one. But I don't know which one I like more. I think it was Darkman, then probably... Quick and the Dead, then probably Evil Dead. Quick and the Dead. One. Oh, no, or Army of Darkness. 
I can't pick. It's hard, but Dark oh, Man's my favorite. I think you like Army of Darkness. Yeah. Evil Dead 2 is the one you don't like. I don't Army. hate it. Yeah, yeah. I just not the biggest fan of it. It's my yeah. least favorite of it, the three. Gotcha. So, yeah, mine would have to be Quick and the Dead, Army of Darkness, and Dark Man. Yeah, that's a good one. I think we, I, that's probably the same three as mine. And Evil Dead 1 could switch with Army of Darkness depending on mood. But I could watch Army of Darkness anytime. Oh, yeah. That's just fun. Oh, definitely. I just uh, I just watched it the other day, actually, after I added it to Voodoo. Yeah, I love that movie. So yeah, good. It's, it is aggravating about the different cuts of that movie because mm-hmm. I used to watch it on Sci-Fi Channel all the time. Yeah. And I, you know, I have the bootleg edition, but I don't like the bootleg edition's ending. Yeah, me I neither. I don't like that ending. It's stupid. There's other things in the bootleg edition that suck. Like, there's lines that are fucked up. Like, he doesn't say, good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. He says, I ain't that good. And the Chinese jet pilot line is gone, too. I don't even remember the Chinese jet pilot line. He's like, just... maybe, just maybe my boys can do it. Yeah, maybe I'm a Chinese jet pilot. <laughs> It's at the end in the battle. Um, there's a couple things up that they changed in the bootleg edition that never bothered me, but it's weird that they're different. Like, Eric the Red shows up to the battle at a different time yeah. in the bootleg edition. What do you think the screen version's going to be? I don't know. <laughs> I think they should do a couple versions at least. What, what, I, what I've been told is that the version that I've seen is sometimes called the TV cut and sometimes called the like like the UK cut. Because I guess the UK cut is what I'm talking But what I used to watch it on is I... We'd rent it from my video store, and that cut had the, like, extended... It had the, the S-Mart ending, but it had the extended little Ash scene. It had the part when um, Evil Ash breathes fire at the end and stuff. It had that stuff, but then it had the S-Mart ending and, like, the lines I remember. Mm-hmm. And that was the same one I used to watch on Cinemax in the 90s. It would come on Cinemax all the time. That's bizarre. But I don't think it, that version's ever been on DVD or on a retail copy of the movie. I think maybe only certain rental copies or something. And that could be regional, too. Like how they change names and change cuts for movies. Like Ticks and Infested has different names. Or the movie doesn't perform well and they release it 12 different times under 12 different titles over like 12 years just to fucking get as much money as they possibly can out of it. But those could be regional copies. That could be a screener copy they sent to the video store. You don't know. And because I watched that movie so much when I was a kid, that's the version that's ingrained in me. So Mm -hmm. like even though I watch it on DVD or I watch it on VOD... Like, it feels wrong, because I'm just like, where's the part, where, where's the sucker punch scene? Where's the scene where he hits the log and knocks the little guy into the fire? Like, those are gone. That's exactly the way I feel about the Dawn of the Dead theatrical cut. Yeah. I've seen the theatrical cut a couple times, and then after that, from age, like, 12, 10, 11, 11, 12, I saw the director's cut about 100 times. The extended cut. It's not yeah, even yeah. really the director's cut. It's the extended cut. Yeah. The Romero's real director's cut is a theatrical cut but the extended cut's the one I watched and all the musical cues are different and there's some different music and uh, the first time I put in I was just half had it in the background and then uh, when he comes in and says uh, says scary isn't it when he's about to shoot Steven he's not really he's just scaring him and she says oh my god Peter what are you doing that's I think that oh my god Peter what are you doing is cut out of the theatrical mm. cut so I was like wait what the fuck it feels wrong right I was like it's kind of like all the beats um, are missing. It's kind of like I had Return of the Living Dead three on VHS as a kid, the unrated one from Trimark, yeah. and then as a or Vidmark, whichever it was, and then as an adult, I got the DVD because yeah. I love that movie. I love it; up. it's a great movie. And the DVD is cut to shit; like all the gore is gone. I'm like, oh, this feels wrong. I it couldn't even watch it. Like Guyver, we can't. Yeah. I cannot watch Guyver director's cut. No. Director's cut is we tried to make this more for kids, even though the audience has grown up now. Yeah. <laughs> It like it like hurts my soul that, that there is no HD or even DVD quality version of the real cut of Guyver. And there's a Return of the Living Dead too. On a Voodoo on the DVD, it has the soundtrack that's taken away, and the soundtrack of the opening one is awesome. In the original, it's a like, go ride, go ride, go ride again. When the VHS I ran it a hundred times, Return of the Living Dead two, and the tub falls out, and the Voodoo and the DVD re 
print they put out uh, from Warner Brothers is like there's this really crap narration like the barrels yada yada and then it plays oh, a shitty weird. Casio keyboard music and it's trash <laughs> and it has a good it looks good that's why people took that and then if you watch the French or Spanish version on there yeah it has the proper soundtrack I yeah. think so it's just like somebody actually took those and just took the soundtrack lifted so, it and put it on I'm there gonna say theoretically you could make the right somebody version, did, right? I have a yeah. audition of that in my real disc but yeah. the voodoo version is not worth upgrading the HD version because yeah. it's shit yeah What's the um? I I have the Screwhead edition from Army of Darkness. What's what is that all? What is that different from the one you're talking about? That's what you would call the. That's just like the regular cut. Okay. It it won't have the sucker punch sequence. It'll have the shortened little ash sequence, um, and it won't have the breathing evil fire. ash breathing fire at the end. Gotcha. And that is that the same one on Voodoo as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the most common version. That's been like on every DVD except the bootleg edition. And there's one that's the called the cut. there's one that's called the director's cut. But isn't that just the same as the bootleg edition? Uh, I don't know. I think it is. I think I have the bootleg edition and I have the other edition. I have the bootleg and the regular, like the first DVD they put out. That's just the regular. I have the screwhead and the bootleg. Yeah, that's how like with um with uh, Drag Me to Hell, which is another great one of his. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. I a like lot. it too. That's, I haven't seen that one. Um, the theatrical cut it's the i was noticing because i got the unrated director's cut and ba- really in the theatrical all of the like crazy banter looney tune stuff that was what was cut yeah whereas in the unrated you get all that crazy it was back in. it was weird because there was no gore to cut really the only well there there are a couple gory moments but they were just like black in the theatrical yeah and then in the unrated they let them they let them be red and then there's but the bloodiest part of the movie is when she gets that nosebleed and I think that's the same in theatrical and in the unrated, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. The Dawn of the Dead remake, the theatrical and director's cut. I don't, there's a lot of gore in the director's cut that's yeah. cut out of that. But the one line that always bothered me, I kind of liked it in the theater cut, is uh, when, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, CJ? Mm-hmm. What's his actor's name? I don't, I don't know, know the actor's CJ, name. though, uh, there's a scene where he's talking about uh, the the other asshole in the movie, the and he's like, we're going to take this asshole's boat no offense in the theatrical cut, but in the director's cut, he says, this asshole's boat doesn't say no offense. Oh, really? But I thought it was funny when he's like, no offense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ty Burrell's character? Ty Burrell, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he says no, uh, Ty Burrell's the dick, right? Right, yeah, the one with the boat. Yeah, and no, no, but CJ's the one complaining. We're gonna take this asshole's boat, no offense, but that's the, that's a cool part of the theatrical cut, and then it's not in the director's cut, but everything in the director's cut's better. I actually, like, I remember watching them both and just feeling like, they were so similar, I'd probably just rather watch the theatrical cut. I know there's gore and stuff, but I didn't really feel like it was enough to justify having a whole other cut of the movie. I mean, the chainsaw goes in deeper. There's that, and then there's a headshot that's like three seconds longer or something. Like, they shoot a zombie in the head who's coming at him on a truck, and it's uh, a little bit longer, but I don't, I don't know, it didn't really matter to me. Same way with one when they're out the fences, too, because that's where yeah. the, the half-body one gets the one character and they're all the fence there's like a headshot that's longer uh, i prefer the director's cut of that one i actually love that movie i do too i must watch long. that movie like one of my favorite zombie movies my probably. parents let me skip my day of school to see that really? because i never missed school i missed two days the whole high school period besides yeah. that they let me skip because they knew how much i loved the original dawn of the dead and it was my se- cool. i think it was my senior year we saw it on a whim at the shopping mall because we were bored and yeah. we were just like um it was me and my friends and we all loved dawn of the dead like i think i got it and then i made them watch it because yeah. that's what i used to do all the time and then we sat there expecting it to blow and ended up loving it, which I love when that happens. That's yeah. that's the best. I actually thought it was going to be pretty good for some reason. I had high hopes for it. Really? And I usually didn't back then. I was the stills that. they had released like looked bad to me. Like some of the stills they released, they were showing like background zombies instead yeah. of the foreground zombies. So it was people who had no makeup on their hands or anything, and they were just wearing like Halloween masks. 
And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they fucked this. They fucked it. And then <laughs> when I saw it, you don't even... Those guys are all in the background. The one still they released was the white, like, wall thing, and the mm-hmm. hands were coming up. And that yeah. part was awesome looking, yeah. but then never in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Brandon and I today went and saw uh, Terminator... Genesis, which is misspelled, but Terminator Genesis. How would you pronounce that? Genesis. 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 I don't know. Um, Terminator and ice. On ice. I think. (laughs) Shaken, not stirred. Terminator. I thought it was a fat load. I saw it uh, the weekend before, I think. Yeah. I I didn't like it. I think I I honestly, and and I'm not saying it's, it's like a million times worse than like Three or Salvation, but I would probably rather watch Three or Salvation than watch that one again. I don't hate it. It's yeah. it's a sloppy ass script, mm-hmm. but I'm a big Arnold fan. I enjoyed watching Arnold, and I enjoyed watching J.K. Simmons. Yeah, uh, I did not. I did. I had a lot of trouble replacing Kyle Reese. I couldn't get over that. And every time he was on screen, I just thought, Why is this guy doing a Chris Pratt thing? Like, <laughs> see, I, just, I I love Arnie in that in that franchise as well, but in this movie. I felt like he just didn't get anything to do because the, the movie wanted to stop every five to ten minutes just explaining shit to us. Like I told, like said to Brandon in the car, the movie felt like people moving from one gray building to another gray building throwing CGI at each other with ten minutes of talking in between. And all the talking was just literally standing in one place talking at each other. There were scenes where they were talking to, I'm not, I'm not trying to spoil anything, they were talking to a bad guy. <laughs> who they have no reason to stand there and have a conversation with. Like, they all should have been running and shooting, and they're just literally standing there, doing nothing, not moving, having a conversation with the camera pointed at them. It bugged the shit out of me. Characters are way too jovial in the future, too. Yeah. They're like, remember that time where, ha, ha, ha. It's like, have these guys even seen the other Terminator movies? <laughs> like, and Chris Pratt's like, I volunteered. No, I called him Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> bad Chris Pratt was like, I volunteered for this. Since when did Kyle Reese say one-liners? I know he's from a different timeline and everything. I just couldn't. And sometimes, remember that scene where they're in the locker room? Yeah. And they're supposed to be emotional? It really felt like he was just reading his lines. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's a big guy. He's good at action and stuff. So that's probably why they cast him. Got <laughs> <laughs> squeaky faucet back But I don't know. I don't think. I liked watching Arnold. I like watching J.K. Simmons. It's a bad script. It has entertaining. Arnold had fun with it. You could tell. There's a couple. There's a couple cool parts in it. Um, like it wasn't like all bad, mm-hmm. but anything good just made all the bad stand out more to me. Like it just made me mad when something cool would happen. And there was one part um, that made me really, really mad because they repeated a stunt from T2, but they did it CGI. <laughs> there's a part in the movie where there, there's a bridge and there's a helicopter chase and the helicopter goes under the bridge and comes back up and they did it in fucking CGI not only did they do it in CGI they did it less impressively than they did it in T2 because in T2 it was less of a space for the helicopter to fit in it was an overpass yeah it was and an they, access tunnel and they did it for real he goes whoop dips under and comes back up and every time I watch that movie that part happens my heart races because I think about, like, there's a stuntman in there. Like, there's a guy in there who's just that good at piloting, and he really did that. Without hitting the rotors, without crashing and, like, hurting anybody. Like, he just went, Whoa. and they recreated it. In CGI. And it looked like a video game. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I I was... There was a certain point where... I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's not spoilery. <laughs> okay. Terminator Genesis spoilers in 10, 9, 8, 
seven, six, five, four, three, two. All right. When they go into 2017, they go into the future. That's when I was lost. That's when I was, I, because from that moment on, it just dipped and dipped and dipped. And I'm like, I can't handle this anymore. It, got it just got so sloppy. And I don't know, like everything in 84, the things they were, I was okay with the timeline being changed and everything. And they had an 84. I was fine with it. I was like, I, this will be cool. I, I'm, I'm on board with this timeline change. Let's just roll with it. Let's have fun. And then they just, just one thing after another. They just, they got tangled in their own web. It was bad. It was frustrating to watch because, well, I mean, you did this in the car on the way, but I think we were both watching just thinking of all the simple changes that would have made it ten times better. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's not like, the, the thing is, like, I guess I shouldn't open with it's a fat load because it's not like a worthless, hopeless movie. It's just a big, like, wasted opportunity. Like, all that money and effort and work yeah. went into something that was so mediocre. Maybe a step above mediocre, but not enough for me to, like, ever want to watch it again. So it's barely a two. Uh, it's a one for it's me. It's a one, yeah. <laughs> I give it a two. But. Um, I also give Crime Wave a two. <laughs> I honestly would give Crime Wave a two and a half, but since we only go on the three-point scale... Crime Wave's a two for me. It'd be it's it's the high two where it's it's two where I I liked it. I will probably on a Dustin scale. It's only a two. Think about making Terminator one. Terminator's a one. Genesis. One. Yeah. 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 It's a yeah. One. It's a one for me. I was entertained while watching it. I don't think it's good though. There was yeah. and then like, kind of like uh, X Men three or something where you're watching it. And you're like, and then you get out like that was a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. you're still watching it the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It wasn't like offensively bad, which is almost worse. Like. When it's just, like, mediocre bad, yeah. it's almost more frustrating than when it's just so bad it makes you mad. There were things that they were doing that I thought were going to go one way and didn't happen, and then there were some cool things. I, I just call him Nanonator, the Nanobot Nader. Yeah. Um, they, they did cool with him I thought were interesting. There's like, a Nanobot Ralph Nader in the movie. Yeah. It comes out of left field. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, like, where, if you remember, Dave, at the, uh, the MRI at the hospital. Like, that was he's cool. pulling himself away from it, and there's just layers of his, like, that resistance. Was cool. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's that's cool. Um, and they do it again where he does it when he's fighting Arnie in the end. Like, his several yeah. layers, like, punch him. And there's cool things. Like, it's just like, I told Dustin, it's like, there's just enough interesting things sprinkled to make him mad. I liked everything with the T-1000. Oh, um, yeah. It was just like, it was like the next evolution of what they did back in, when did, yeah. when did T-2 come out? 92? Yeah, is that right? Ninety one, ninety two. I think it's ninety two. It just—it was just like the next evolution of all of that. Like it felt like that, and I was like, except a little bit cooler. Like I could do more stuff with him now. I was like, oh, that's neat. They—they, they, I almost just wanted to keep him because, I, honestly, I was—I was totally on board all the way. Yeah. In when they were nineteen eighty four, all the way up until they um time traveled to two thousand. Yeah, when they went to their little makeshift time machine, because that that conversation is when the plot fell apart. Because mm-hmm. they were like, we have to go to the exact day that Genesis is starting. And I'm like, hey, dum dum, why not go a year before when it's in development and stop it then? Wouldn't it be easier? Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is the entire like big flaw of the Terminator universe. But you don't think about it as much in the Terminator, the other Terminator movies, because they don't dwell on the time travel thing. The time travel is very matter of fact. They don't over explain it. It just happens. And so the rules could be anything. That's why you go with it in T1 and T2 because you're like, oh. Well, I just don't know the rules, so maybe that, yeah. it, you know, but when you sit and explain it and explain it and explain it, you just re- start pointing out how fucking dumb it is. You just start poking holes in your own ship. 
Yeah. And they also pointed out now that the they can grow back their tissue. Like Arnold could grow back his tissue. He could always do that. Yeah. Yeah. He mentions uh, it might be in the deleted scene in T two. But yeah. he, he mentions that he'll heal. Interesting. So I think it makes sense. Oh yeah. I also rewatched Terminator One. I, I love that movie. Oh, it's great. I didn't watch it in years, and I watched it in the new Blu-ray that they had, the 4K, I guess, or whatever. The one was supposed to be the better because the first print was supposed to be shit. Yeah. Blu-ray. I watched the second one. Jeremy, I made Jeremy watch it for the first time. Yeah. He watched Terminator One and Two in the same night, so he could go see Terminator Five. <laughs> cool. But uh, Terminator One is awesome. Oh, love, yeah. love Michael Bean. Love Lance Henderson. Love Paul Winfield. Love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Love Linda Hamilton. Just great cast. Dick Miller. Yeah. Everything I'd want. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. With a tire tread on his Brian face. Brian Thompson. He's the other punk. He is? Yeah. Oh, I knew It's Bill Paxton, that. Brian Thompson, and some guy. Yes. Nice. <laughs> some porch club. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that movie. It's Do you notice movie. in this one, like, I, they didn't, like, put the tire track on the Bill Paxton character's face? That character was in this one, but they didn't put the tire track Those on Those punks face. look like they were 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. They really did. You can find some 20-year-old punks. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> shit, some fucking fifteen-year-old punks. Oh, yeah, there was um, I was telling Dustin that there there was a moment where I thought the movie was gonna go, and it didn't. And now thinking about it, uh, it makes me mad that they didn't do this. But um, when the T eight hundred is killed in eighty four, and then the T one thousand comes by and drips his liquid, yeah, and revives him. I for a brief moment I was like, oh man, are they gonna give us a duo? Are they yeah, gonna work awesome. together? Like, because, you know, gather their resources together young, as a team. Young Arnie and a T-1000 versus old Army, Arnie and Kyle and Sarah. Yeah. That would have been awesome. And what would have been cool is if they brought in the cops from the first one, the two cops. Oh, yeah. And then the cops, like, had to fight them, too. And they're just, like, <laughs> two of them burst in the police department. Because, like, how, like, I can just, like, see, I can just see things in my head now. Like, because, like, they didn't want to stay in the 80s. That cost money. You're probably right. I'm sure that's why. Because they had to go through all the trouble of like setting scenes and finding cars. <sighs> but yeah. it would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been. Well, Jesus Christ, the Goldbergs is set in the 80s. And it's, a, it's a sitcom. They can afford to do it. They got lazy when they were like, we're going to go to like 1992. They're like, no, no, no. We're going to make, we're going to go to 2017. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to look a hell of a lot like 2015. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet that was a rewrite. I bet the whole original movie took place in the 80s. In the first script. Probably. A bunch of them. That movie probably had like 500 rewrites. Also, I just want to say, Amelia Clark, who plays Sarah Connor in this, is a good actress, but she is not Sarah Connor. <laughs> I think she's, that's a, to me, that's almost a more offensive casting than the Kyle Reese guy. Because she, It wasn't the cast, it was how, he, how they writ, wrote it. It yeah, wasn't yeah, even the guy's it's, fault. Uh, you're right. But the thing about uh, Amelia Clark being that character is, Amelia Clark is like this petite little she's not like a chubby person but she has chubby features like she has a little double chin she's she has chubby arms and a big butt and like she's just a little like chubby adorable thing and sarah connor if she had known way back then about skynet and all that stuff she would have started training at like age 10 she was she was huge in uh terminator t2 Super. she t2. was ripped she's like which is one of my favorite things about t2 is that they took that character and they let her not be sexy like, the intent was not to make Sarah Connor sexy. It was to make her fucking strong. They made her a badass. She's probably one of the most badass female characters. Her ever. versus Ripley would be awesome. Oh, yeah, ever mm-hmm. on screen. And um, it would have been nice to see that here where he finds her. And just physically looking at her, he can tell that she's not the girl he came to save. You know, she should have been... She shouldn't have been, like, big like Arnie or anything. Right. But she should have looked like an ass kicker. She should have looked like... Fucking um, Ronda Rousey or Gina <laughs> Carano or something, you know? It, 
it was hard to take like the recasting seriously. Like, I was yeah. like, it's not even their fault. It's just like whoever wrote those characters didn't seem to know. Like I know it's a different timeline, but it's like the comedy does not need to be here. You already have yeah. Arnold. And the Terminator Two comedy is a lot more subtle with Arnold. It's a lot funnier yeah. because it's not so much more funny because it's not so overdone. I will say, going back and watching T two, there's a couple moments where you're just like, I didn't never remember that being so over the top, but I guess it is. Well, like when he comes out with his. Uh, with his biker gear on, it goes banana, like it starts playing back to the boat. That, That's awesome. I love it too, but think about how goofy out like it is. It's not like, as goofy as what Genesis did. Oh god, the Bad Boys theme song and then them getting their mud shot, mug shots. I was like, what? For well, one thing, like <laughs> cop, like no. Does anybody know who, what cops is anymore? Like, is cops even still on? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Really, but that was just that was a weird, <laughs> it weird was bizarre reference. Uh, and then yeah. I, I saw John Wick for the first time. Yeah. You guys rave about it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, did you like it? Yeah, had a good mythology to it. Created its own story and open for more of them, for great, sure. Great action. Mm-hmm. Killed like 200 guys in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> lots of headshots. Lots lots of goons in it. Yeah. There's lots of uh, actors in it. Dean Winters and who else is in that? Uh, Willem Dafoe. You know who I thought had the best performance, though? Hmm. I mean, he got the range. I don't know if he did the best job in the movie, but his character got to do the most range and got to have fun with it. The guy who played the main Russian baddie. Oh, yeah. He was the best. At the end, when he's getting attacked, he starts laughing. He's like, yeah. yeah. I thought he's the only one that had like a he range. Really Everyone else was kind of just didn't I, have any. I would make an argument for Keanu Reeves' performance, honestly. He did good, but he had to underplay it. He couldn't, you know. After the beginning, he had to underplay it. But like... There in the beginning, like, I don't know. I, I, I would just say to anyone who says that that guy can't act, watch, like, the first 15 minutes of John Wick. Because he made me cry when I saw it for the first time. <laughs> and uh, he, and I've always said this about him, I think he's actually a decent actor. I think he gets put in roles that are wrong for him. I don't think he's garbage. I mean, he can't play everything. No. But no. when he hits the nail on the head, he's pretty good, usually. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the practical combat. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... It's almost genius, like the flow that he does. Like he, it's it's almost kind of like he he calculates what's around him before attacking. Well, it's like he he calculates how many moves until he can get a headshot. Right. Like he's just working toward the kill. Like it's because like there's like uh, if there's because I think there's a moment in his house when he's attacked. Um, shoots a guy in the knee, pins his arm, just shoots two more in the head, then gets him in the head. Yeah. I love that when he go. He always goes oh. back and kills the guys. Yeah. He'll be like boom, boom, boom. Boom! He makes sure everybody's dead. Yeah. You know, you know why that is, and so why, I don't hit him in the back. Well, no, I mean the like real reason, like why that it's like that, and why the action is shot so well is because the film was. Uh, I think it had two directors, but the co-director was the guy who did. He's a stunt coordinator, a really good stunt coordinator who did all the fight scenes for uh, Man of Tai Chi, which oh. is a movie that Keanu Reeves directed, which is actually pretty good. It's yeah, good that fun, one's great. Yeah, great fights in that one. But uh, like I said, they had a lot of good kids. Dean Winters playing himself again. Is Dean Win- which one's Dean Winters? English Vito. Uh, Vito oh, that guy. Vigo. Okay, that guy. I've seen that guy in everything. And I he plays. Understand. He was in Oz, and he's a, he, he's not. He's that character type. He always plays that guy. In uh, Thirty Rock, he plays this really dumb guy that Liz dates, and he calls her dummy all the time. He's like, "Hey, dummy." <laughs> and then uh, the Russian son. He's on Game of Thrones. Oh, is, is he? he? Yeah, he's a. He's a major character. Wesley from uh, Daredevil was in there too. He's one of his friends. Oh yeah, you're right. There's a lot of a lot of people in that movie I spotted, and uh, there was a couple others I'm trying to think of. Oh, John Leguizamo's in it for yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely setting up for a sequel if the movie. Oh, made and that money. Uh, um, Swearingen. What's his real name? Now, ah, uh, Ian McShane. Ian McShane. He's in the movie Sitting Target with Oliver oh, yeah. Reed. 
Um, it's got to be one of his first movies. Ian McShane's awesome. Though. He's in Deadwood as well. He's Tai Lung in Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah. I never saw him. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. So My dad good. loved that guy from Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. Loved him. He'd be like, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> somebody should do a super cut of every time somebody said cocksucker on Deadwood. You tell that stupid cocksucker. It'd be five hours long. No shit. Um... So, uh, we all, I also finally saw, you guys already seen it, I saw Jurassic World. Yeah. Uh, loved it. It was a blast. Um, it's not the smartest movie ever made. I think some of the people who are, like, kind of, and I have seen people hating on it despite its success, I think, expected too much out of a movie about dinosaurs. Especially <laughs> a dinosaur fighting. Yeah. Um, but it was a movie that delivered crazy-ass mayhem, uh, soldiers fighting dinosaurs, a dinosaur that was basically a monster. So, of course, I'm on board. He was a monster. Yeah. And then a, what, technically four-way dinosaur fight at the end? A lot of dinosaur. Yeah. whole lot of dinosaur on dinosaur action. Yeah. Dinosaur on dinosaur on chimpanzee action. Barely <laughs> <laughs> legal. I wanted to cheer during that final fight scene. I clapped yeah, <laughs> I am like, if that happens, I am going to. You just turn into a monkey. Like, I, was like, <laughs> like I said, like we, I turn into a seal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I really was excited. I was like, I was like, that's not going to happen. They're not going to do that when they did it. I was like, I was, when I was watching, I remember everybody saying like, "Oh, it made me feel like a kid again." It made me feel like a kid. Yeah. everybody said that, and it didn't really happen for me until that last like fight scene. I swear, God, my eyes were like bugging out of my head, and I was just like. <laughs> It's like I said, like I was telling you before you went to see it. Uh, that ending, that final fight, is, is awesome. It's that's why summer blockbusters are awesome. Oh yeah, that's why you go. Sometimes to you got to shut that brain off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, to me, it was just like I, I watched it. and I was like, this is more like a carnosaur movie than a Jurassic Park. Movie. <laughs> you got the soldiers. You got like the crazy ass dinosaur shit going on. It was even kind of. Like bloody and spot way bloodier than the other Jurassic Park movies. Bloody for a PG thirteen. Pterodactyls. Movie. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Trinodons and Dimorphodons. Is that what they are? Tech. Yeah, they're two two different kinds. I could tell there was two different kinds there. I just didn't know the names. Yeah, yeah, those were good. I just, I was like, they added flying dinosaurs that kill people and the water dinosaurs. It was ridiculous. Raptors, no Dilophosaurus, which makes there's a sense. hologram of a Dilophosaurus. That's that's their shout out to the yeah. original. And I love the shout out to say "fuck you, Spinosaurus" when the T Rex runs through the statue. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck the Spinosaurus." <laughs> He did. They did do that on purpose. Well, of course they did. But just because the T Rex. Well, they even set it up like the like the Indominus was. By spoilers for Jurassic World, if you're still listening, uh, they even set it up to be that the T Rex was going to die the same same way yeah. as the the Spinosaurus did. And by the way, his punk ass got saved by a Velociraptor. Yeah, it takes it takes three to kick one out. I'm I'm glad that they did that though, because if the T Rex had come out and beat. The, the Indominus on its own, I would have called bullshit. I agree. That thing is way too tough. But the fact that it took the T-Rex, uh, two Velociraptors, one of which got killed, and then... Monosaurus or and something. And then the, Mo- the Mosasaurus, yeah. the, the water dinosaur. I, I particularly really love that moment because it's... There's almost like a dynamic between those dinosaurs and the new one. Because the new one's genetically created. I mean, yeah. they all yeah, are. They, they didn't like him. But you could tell they were like, "This is this is not us." Like he doesn't belong. Well, he had a what? He had the camouflage toad in there. He had a frog in there. He had a. There was a cuttlefish that gave cuttlefish. That. Yeah. yeah, but he also had a. They all frog, frog DNA, DNA, and then he had raptor. Yeah, yeah. It's like and there was, there was like a sense of like you know he's not us. We got to take care of this problem. There was a part that gave me this weird flashback to a dream that I used to have. I used to have this dream. 
because I played Dungeons and Dragons a lot growing up, and used to have this dream that I was in the forest or jungle with a bunch of like soldiers and stuff, and all of a sudden something would come crashing through the the forest, and what it was is it was a T Rex that somebody had cast invisibility on, <laughs> because technically that can happen in the Dungeons and Dragons world because in third edition, the third edition monster manual there are dinosaurs with stats for dinosaurs, so you could you could technically have a T Rex. That someone cast a visibility on. And so I was, we're just running and like guys are getting picked up behind us. And there's that part in Jurassic World where it was camouflaged and it starts killing all those soldiers. I knew and I was that like, fucker was going to be camouflaged. I, was like, oh! I knew it was going to be. I know. I was sitting there trying to figure it out. Like I was like going through my head like, it didn't get out. It's in that cage. It's I knew it was cage. in that cage too. The thing that threw me off was like, I wouldn't have guessed that it could change its body heat. That's the thing. That I didn't know that either. But I still figured it was going to be camouflaged. That's just a great, like. The script in that one is probably as dumb as Terminator Genesis. But they got dinosaurs. But for whatever reason, Jurassic Park, like, it hit the right notes and hit the high notes so well that you don't really care. But Terminator, like you said, tries to overexplain everything. Jurassic Park's like, there's dinosaurs, we're genetically enhancing them, go. Yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. Yeah. Because you, if you keep explaining the dumb thing, you don't make it seem smarter. You no. can't linger on that. No, not at all. It's like a guy who fucking tries to justify a crime he does. Yeah. Like, the more he talks, you're just like, the angry you're making. Just admit it and apologize. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Vincent D'Onofrio was fun in that movie. Oh, oh God, he was funny. And Chris Pratt good. 1 was good in it, too. Who? Chris Pratt 1. Oh, yeah, yeah. Instead of Chris Pratt, Pratt 2. Yeah. Or the other guy. Yeah. I don't know. I just mean, that whole character type is kind of like a... By the way, I want to point out how dumb it is to people who are trying to make, like, a case of that the movie's a bad movie because... Homegirl runs around in high heels the whole movie. The movie makes a joke about her being in high heels. Like, the movie acknowledges that it's silly. But there are people online who are, like, bitching about that. They I'm would like, never notice that. I'm they like, never made the joke. I'm like, you're not allowed to bitch about something that the movie acknowledged and made fun of. That makes... That's 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 out of... what? Why, why? Dude, people will find anything. Jesus. They'll find anything. I mean, most of the people probably would have never even noticed that if they didn't make a joke about it. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. I don't yeah. remember it. I don't remember yeah. any of that. I saw it, like, two weeks ago. though, three weeks ago. Weird. Fun as hell. I, we, I saw that in a double feature with my wife. We watched that, and then we pretty much... There's a little bit of a break. We went right into Pixar's Inside Out. Um, Inside Out stole my idea. <laughs> it kind of did. A little bit. Stole my idea. It's not the same. You stole your idea from fucking uh, But it was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> um, they stole my $10 idea and made it a billion dollars. <laughs> I got... <laughs> Inside Out is... Um, it's terrible. No, no, it stole no. Dave Parker's no, idea. No, no, It's nowhere near as good as everybody is saying that it is. It's not an up or a wally. It's not that good. But it is good, and it's cute, and it's funny, and the animation's good. But everybody who's like, oh, I think is overdoing it a little bit. Hmm. So it's no Mac and me or nothing. But yeah. <laughs> it came close to Mac and me. It came close. I, saw I don't know. I used to That's watch... a long stretch from Food Fight. <laughs> 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 I used to watch Mac and Me as a kid. Like I saw part of it on YouTube, like last year. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it makes you wonder how you ever watched it, dude. Right? I wonder of... if the purple people, whatever eater, is like that too. Don't go back and watch that one. One. If, if, if you I have, have the VHS, my pet have... monster. I don't even know. What that I is. watched that too, <laughs> but that and purple people eater are similarly awful. <laughs> Which is just better? <sighs> Neither. Theodore Rex is the same. I'd rather watch Theodore Rex. I hated Theodore Rex as a kid. Jake liked it. I liked it as a kid. I hate it now. He was a little younger than me, so I was like, this is shit, Jake. (laughs) 
He's like this dinosaur that can barely walk around, like walking around a corpse next to Whoopi Goldberg. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> he's in a leather jacket. That's such a shitty His movie. tail's knocking dead bodies off their knees. <laughs> that movie's so garbage. I think if I, if I smoke weed, Oops. my number one thing would be to get high and watch Theodore Rex. <laughs> Just be like, what did my life become? Pizza's here. Pizza. Gotta pause Theodore Rex. Hey, you want to come in and watch some Theo Rex with me? You're inviting the pizza guy in? Yeah. He's like, that's my favorite movie. Like, yeah, I brought some weed. <laughs> Not that we're saying that all pizza men are potheads. No. We don't all potheads are pizza men. <laughs> I watched one more movie. Yeah. We watched Crime Wave. Mm-hmm. So I watched the immortal film, Grime Wave. That's oh. with a G. Yes, and that Grime is... Crime Wave. Cockface Killer Part 3. From Terra Optics. I didn't even know that was happening. Uh, I saw about it a little ago. 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 It's a movie. It's good. <laughs> but I, I heard about it a while back. and yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was excited to see it. You know, I like their stuff. I, I really love Gorgasm, which is the second Cockface Killer. Really raunchy, gross, stupid, ridiculous stuff. <laughs> uh, it's about a Cockface Killer who's like retarded <laughs> and sexually frustrated, so he runs around and kills people who are having sex. He just has a dildo strapped to his chin. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like an extra deformity. No. There is one where this movie called Junk Bucket, and it's part two where Junk Bucket actually has a That's dick a on his nose. <laughs> he has a dick on his nose. It's like a Friday 13th texture Tell Massacre kind of like fun thing. But, anyways, uh, this movie's kind of familiar with that too. Junk Bucket 2 is a lot like those movies, these uh, Cockface Killer movies. But, uh, yeah, it is one of the grossest things I've ever seen in a very, very long time. The end has a fuckathon. There's a fucking competition. And it's all these perverts show up, and they have stats for them all, which cracked me up. And then, and then they are they do all that. They there's a big fight at the end. It's like video game graphics. Some of the CGI I like, some I don't like. Yeah. Uh, the last twenty minutes I really enjoy. There's a lot. There's real sex in it. Like I'm pretty sure it's real sex. Yeah, definitely real sex. Shows like dick. There is real sex in the se- in the first one and the second one too. Yeah. And then there's a, a really pretty graphic, homoerotic sex scene, which is really bizarre and weird and comes out of nowhere and <laughs> is actually kind of uncomfortable because <laughs> I mean, like, it's just so out there. Like, the guy's like this really heavy guy and he's like just a perverted cop. And then all of a sudden he like walks out in the towel and there's this guy watching TV, like a middle-aged guy. And he's like, he takes his towel off and he's like, just... This uh, this cock make me look fat. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. And then they proceed to have sex, but it's just such an awkward scene. Like the movie has all these weird sex scenes in it, like a stripper farts in somebody's face, just sick shit like that. But I, I want to see this one. It'll, see, I <laughs> sorry, I liked I liked the first one. I liked the second one. I didn't particularly care for the second one, but I would watch the third one. I liked the second one because the cop. The, the cop was funny, but the second one. Here's the thing. Both of the both the first one and the second one have the same problem, where it feels like they got about sixty percent way done with the movie, and got bored and wanted it to be over with, so they just rushed through the rest and didn't give a shit. This one has the good ending though. This is yeah. what, this the ending is the best part of this one yeah. to me. So, uh, but for whatever reason, it bothers me less in the first one than in the second one. The first one looks more. But the first one has. I remember there's a when they're in that club at the beginning. There's someone giving someone else a blowjob, and it's for real. And then in the second one, there's the couple having sex in the. I think they're having sex in the porn star while someone porn star porn yeah. store while someone's getting killed, and it looked like they were really having sex. Like it looked like his this one there donger was going definitely. In. Yeah, well, I can get behind that. <laughs> it's a pretty graphic movie, like I said. Yeah, it's insane. I'd watch it. I still haven't watched. Uh, what's the one that stabbed, stabbed in, in the, the face? face? I have that one, but I haven't watched it. 
I don't know if you'd like it. It's more straightforward, right? Yeah, it's a little scoopy. I liked it when it came out. I haven't seen these. Uh, you know, sometimes you just pass by, you don't get to watch them all the time. I watched Scorgasm like three times. <laughs> I kind of stopped laughing at that movie when he's like, remember when the, his, the, well, the big cop's a, a pervert? I think that one has a real masturbation in it, too, I think. Probably. Scorgasm does. Oh, the yeah. cop is funny. The cop, I, I'll give it to you. <laughs> he's probably the funniest part of the movie, but like, I just... I just he's in know. this one, but he doesn't play the cop, and it really makes oh. sense. I was pissed. Why did he play the same guy? I don't know. He dies, I guess, at the end of the second one. He does? They leave it open-ended. Oh. I don't remember him dying. I wish this movie would have opened up with him fighting the cockface killer like the second <laughs> one ended. But yeah, if you like raunchy, weird stuff, this one I think is going to get released by Wild Eye. They've been releasing everything, man. Yeah, that's weird. It didn't seem like a movie Wild Eye put out. I tear off. They usually release their own stuff. Yeah. What I used. But Wild Eye is just... And the little sheet that said Wild Eye releasing and Terra Optics, which is a lot for Wild Eye. I mean, I can't believe they're releasing this much stuff. Yeah. Every week they have a movie coming out. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I watched like a million movies and I don't remember what I was having this conversation with Brandon. I know I watched Gremlins 2 and both and Critters 1 and 2. You watched Mom Voodoo? Yeah. After you added them. And then I know I watched other stuff, but I, feel, I watched Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble remembering. Because I had him on, I had him on like in the background, like off to the side while I was working on her name was Torment Two and stuff. I like doing that on the Voodoo. It's so much easier oh, on yeah. Hulu, Netflix, and Voodoo. It's so much easier for me to make a commitment to watch something, and it limits what they watch. There's so much stuff I haven't watched in years. Like I haven't watched Shocker, People Under the Stairs, or Serpent in the Rainbow in 15 years. Yeah, I mean, that's... oh, I watched Shocker. You love Shocker. That movie's turd. <laughs> movie's big old turd. Shocker. I was like, t- I was like messaging both you guys as I was watching, like. This fucking sucks. And then the part where he's like, he's like, has he's hooked up to the TV and the lips come out and they're like, you got it, babe. And they give him the powers. I was like, I messaged you again. I was like, oh, wait, it just got good. Mm-hmm. And then I watched some more and I was like, oh, this is bad. He like tried to combine Nightmare on Elm Street elements with the dream thing, but then it gets dropped. And then there's that weird, uh, his, the ghost girl. And, I hate when movies have ghosts. And here's the thing about this movie. movie that's so fucked up to me. The opening of the movie is so fucking dark. Guys, little brother, baby sister, dog, and mom and his dog all get slaughtered. And then his fucking girlfriend gets slaughtered. By the end of the movie, they're jumping into televisions and they're on Leave It to Beaver, like cracking jokes about Leave It to Beaver. It was like... Like, what the fuck? Was he on drugs? Like, what, what was his brain doing when he wrote this? It's like Nightmare on Elm Street 1 through 6 in one movie. It is. And it's super... I just thought when you were yeah. telling me that, it's like, all right, we're going to push this... We got to Freddy Krueger this motherfucker up as fast as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Starts as a brutal killer, ends as a lovable killer, psycho. Yeah, it's so stupid. The only, one part lovable I, franchise. The one part I did really like that was really bizarre is the kid has that massage chair that's plugged into the wall. So, um... Shocker! Can get into it. He gets into it, and uh, it transforms into him through a series of really goofy special effects. One of which is the chair grows eyeballs, and then it starts to grow feet. Like it was so goofy. By the way, every time that. I think of that movie, I think of that Paul Stanley song. Shocker! Yeah, yeah. I don't hate the movie. I know it's. I wa- I grew up watching it. I haven't watched it in years, but I think I could watch that movie and enjoy it still. I think I hate it. I definitely don't like it. I guess I don't hate that I watched it. There's enough goofy fun for me to enjoy it, but it's not good. Isn't it like the horror show? Like goofy like that? The horror show? See, when I was watching, I was like, man, the horror show is so much better than this. I like the horror <laughs> show way better. There's a lot like movies that fit in that vein, like the horror show and Shocker. Well, I didn't realize, like, you know the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington? That's a good movie. Yeah. That is a remake of Shocker. Yeah. Like, they just replaced the electricity demon with a, like, 
mythological demon. Like, literally, I I don't think I'd ever seen Shocker all the way through, so I didn't know there was the possession element. Yeah. That's just <laughs> like in Fallen. Well, like the Hidden yeah. as well, and the first power. The Hidden's a little different because it's the alien. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Possesses you. Yeah. The Hidden's yeah. the best of the bunch, though. Hidden's good. Hidden's the shit. You ever seen The Hidden? Nope. The alien likes loud music, so it goes in these old people, these random people. Likes crime and loud music, so it'll be walking around the boombox and shit. Like the alien that likes uh, music, uh, good, awesome music from bad channels. <laughs> no, it's actually a good movie. Oh, come on. Bad channels is I haven't watched bad channels in years. Doesn't that alien have a giant head? He's like, yeah, it's awesome. And then it busts open, and it's like a like a, a like, plant monster, right? It's like a it's like a silly version of Audrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in a long time either. That but movie was just fun. an excuse to make music videos. I love tits. it. Are there tits in it? I don't remember. So. There's there's don't girls in so. little bottles. Yeah, they're bikini clad, but they're I don't think they're ever bikini be. clad. And here's something <laughs> folks forget. Dollman versus Demonic Toys is actually a trio. three-way mashup Bad between Bad Channels, Dollman, and Demonic Toys. And Casablanca. Really? And, it's, <laughs> and it is mostly stock footage from oh. Dollman, Demonic Toys, and, and Bad who, Channels. And who they cut out? They cut out the teddy bear and add an army commando. Yeah. And he, he tried charges in the cheap, most generic bad guy death ever. Charges at the main villain with like a fork or a knife. With well, a knife. The hero, he moves, and he sticks it in an outlet and gets electrocuted and dies. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they put that guy in so that there, it was Doll Man fighting another Doll Man. Interesting. I wanted yeah, the goddamn teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, it feels wrong not to have the teddy bear. The teddy bear is the scariest. The teddy bear and the clown always were scary. Yeah, but the thing about, I think the thing about the teddy bear is that he his whole thing was that he grew to like full size. And that doesn't really work when you're antagonist. He didn't have tiny. to go to full size. I guess so. I like Demonic Toys. Demonic Toys is a favorite of mine. I could watch that movie anytime. It's fun to me. The I only, can walk. The only part of that movie that like I didn't know until I was an adult how fucked up it is. The baby? The Halloween thing? No. The uh, There's a part where the main character comes around a corner and there's a little girl. And she starts talking to him and it cuts back to him and her voice change. And it cuts back and it's a woman. Naked. And then she gets naked. Huh. Like a little girl turned into a woman and took her clothes off. And I was like, oh, that's, I don't like it. That's fucked up. And <laughs> what about that scene in the very beginning where they yeah. like they have a, like that miscarriage or it's like a demon baby. Yeah. So they just give it to them and trigger they, treaters. they bury it and they just fucking leave they it. They put it in trick or treaters bag and what's great is they're sick, there, dude. And they pull it out and they're like, what is this? And they open it it's that dead baby and he goes, ew. And throws <laughs> it, he throws it over his head and it lands in a pit. That's awesome. It's a sick movie. And then they build the toy warehouse on top of it. <laughs> and then the, the, the bad guy's blood drips down in the cracks and hits the baby and brings it's a lot it like Child's Play. It's great, though. Yeah, I mean, so running, good. I actually like it better than Child's Play. I know it's not as classy or as I, good. I love Child's Play, but I probably like Demonic Toys better. I mean... I like Demonic Toys better than Puppet Master, and I love Puppet Master. The first Puppet Master? It's all right. It's not as good as the other ones. No. Three, four, and five are the ones I watched a lot. I love... Two is my favorite. Two's two, gross. Two through five I love. They're like ripping out the head, the, the shit in their brain. That's yeah. the one where Torch makes an introduction. Mm-hmm. The coolest looking puppets, if you ask me, I really kind of like, uh, always like Blade, always like Six Shooter, always like Jester, and I always like Torch. Yeah. Torch probably looks the coolest, though. What about Decapitron? Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Decapitron's yeah, like, a bum. That's the, the only one bad, I don't like. Bad Channels was like, it was, it's like, I was like, I wish I would have made this. <laughs> God dang it. Like how it's just the idea of an alien taking over the airwaves. It's like, a cool oh, idea. God damn it! It's great. It's fun. Oh, Trick or Treat's kind of like Shocker too. He has electric powers. Oh yeah. 
There's a lot like that. Trick or treat's better than Shocker too. Yeah, it is. Well, that was the thing when, when um, where to start talking when I put Starburst in my mouth? <laughs> when the bad guy what was his name Horace Pinker. In yeah, Shocker? something like that. I like the movie though. It's been a while. When he actually starts using the electricity powers, that stuff is so much fun. I wanted more of that, but it actually doesn't happen that often. It mostly happens at the end. Well, he's getting used to it. It was for the sequel. I don't give a shit. There's no sequel. There's gonna be. There was gonna be. (laughs) (laughs) There was. I bet. I'm sure they wanted there to be. That was uh, Wes Craven probably being like, I got fucked so hard on those Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. I deserve it. I bet it's not a new franchise. Yeah, they probably were telling him to do it, and he was like, all right, fuck it. (laughs) Stupid movie. Stupid. I like that name, though, Horace Pinker. What do you think Craven's worst movie is? Hills Have Eyes 2? I couldn't finish that. My Soul to Keep. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. That is unwatchable, dreck, shit, poop, ass, I know garbage trash. Like it. Cups of boogers. <laughs> I, never, of boogers. I never watched it. Oh, that yeah. movie's if you just picked all boogers out of your nose until you filled a coffee mug and then microwaved it. <laughs> I don't got no microwave. Can I put it in the stove? Yeah. Heat on the stove, microwave, whatever. You, you warm it up. And you just sit in front of the TV and you watch Static and you just eat spoonfuls of those boogers. Oh. Those hot, hot, steamy boogers. Probably some, some nose hairs in there a little bit. Maybe <laughs> one's a little bloody. You got different colors. Some are kind of oh. white and green. Why is it so bad? <laughs> Have you seen it? No. I'm trying oh, to get your... Oh, dude. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you... It's just... <laughs> it's... It's just so many layers of stupid Taco Bell should make a burrito based on it. <laughs> that takes no that takes time to think that takes time to grasp around it like I'm trying to think of some Taco Bell burrito names Volcano Se- seven burrito. layer burrito Volcano yeah. yeah I remember we sat down and tried watching it we watched it at uh, Erica's dad were you there when we yeah, watched? yeah. Oh, we, I mean I watched it from beginning to end I don't know why did, your, did Erica's dad like it he wasn't there we were I think we were babysitting the dogs is why we were there um yeah what a load what a fat fucking crap load of a movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it up uh I'm gonna tell you guys something that will uh You've told me this already, I can't believe it. I don't hate cursed. Oh that I didn't know that's what, what are you gonna tell me. I thought you're gonna what don't you have friends that love my soul to keep? Yeah. Jimmy Cribs and his, and Tracy like it. Don't say their names, now they're implicated. So <laughs> people are gonna know they love that stupid movie. Uh there's other people that like it. I hate cursed but not as much as my soul. I everyone told me cursed was the worst movie ever and I didn't expect a serious movie when I put it in. I was like yeah. this this is gonna be shit. I put it in I was like I thought it was funny that that guy, the one bully, ended up being gay. And I thought that was funny. And mm. I didn't hate it. I don't think it's fucking a masterpiece or nothing. I, I just really don't like it. I can't... I think I've only maybe seen it once. I remember... I remember the werewolf suit being okay in some part, some parts. Yeah. Um, well, it's a suit to begin with, and at the end it's CGI, which is weird. And then at the very yeah. end, when it's the final fight, they're not even werewolves. She flicks them off. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's annoying. Yeah. She cuts us out with a shovel. That kills him? I can't think of everything in that movie. I don't like it. I didn't say it was getting any Academy Awards. I like the werewolf dog. I like that part. I haven't watched that movie since 2008. <laughs> well, it's poop. Did you watch the unrated cut? Yeah. I've never seen the unrated. I don't know if it fixed it, but I've never seen that cut. I think Red Eye's okay. That one's enjoyable. I like Red Eye. It's What's fun. Craven movies I like or appreciate? Last House on the Left. They don't have eyes. Nightmare on Elm Street. Serpent in the Rainbow. People Under the Stairs. I know a lot of people won't like it. I liked it a lot as a kid. I haven't seen. I it liked it a lot as a kid. And I watched it as an adult, and I was like, "It's like made for kids, though. It's almost a kids movie, isn't it?" No, I know it has some really twisted shit. It's in pretty there. dark and twisted to be a kids movie. 
Same thing with Shocker. They're both really goofy, but yeah. they they're twisted. Yeah. And uh, what else? Uh, Scream One, Scream Two. I enjoy. I don't so like Scream Three. If you make a movie for kids that has the mentality of kids, but you put a bunch of like, you know, graphic violence and stuff in it, aren't you just making a movie for adult dummies? Full Moon. <laughs> no, those movies are aimed at kids still, really. I don't think they're aimed at kids. Full Moon. I don't think they're aimed at kids. I think I understand why a kid would like them so I much. I used to like them. And, and I understand why I like them so much because that's the shit I like. Like, we just watched the... We all kind of like that shit. Like, we just watched the Goosebumps trailer and we're it all looks, like... Looks like a blast. It looks really fun. We're all into it. Because yeah. I love that shit. Love this shit. It looks like, like, Monster House or something, you know? Like Yeah. The more monsters it. you get in a movie, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Monster Squad. Waxwork. Yeah. I'm down. You cram as many fucking monsters in that movie, I'm in it. There's a franchise I'd be okay with them rebooting. Fucking Waxwork. I agree. Give me more Waxwork movies. And this way, you can either take and use the Universal Monsters again, or you can get crazy and try to get the rights to Freddy, Jason, Leatherface. That'd be nuts. That'd be fucking awesome. I would want them to have their own segments, though. I'd want them to just show up at the end, like in the big mayhem scene. Maybe one of them gets a segment that like, we never got to, like maybe get Robert Englund to play Freddy one more time. That'd be cool. Or something like that. But just to get a director who knows all the work, who who would be a good director to do a remake of Waxwork and use the different kind of monsters? I bet I bet the original guy could do it still. Yeah, maybe Anthony Hickox yeah. is still kicking. Uh, yeah, I don't, he was young when he directed those. I'm trying to think of a modern director who I think could do a good job. Del Toro, but um, Adam Green, if he can't, if he if he didn't goof it up too much, like if he didn't make it too That's goofy, a, he could probably do it too because he has an appreciation for all that stuff. Or Joe Lynch, those yeah. guys are like I always keep them together because they do that podcast, yeah. but. Well, but Adam Green's more familiar with monsters and film, at least directing. Yeah, they'd probably give it to Eli Roth though, and then that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe... I'd be excited if one of those guys had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Del Toro would be a dream. I mean, but... you know, yeah, but then <laughs> I don't think it would even feel like waxwork anymore if no. Del Toro did it. It'd be all. Like, I mean, it'd be awesome, but it wouldn't be. I'm trying to think who. who... You know what? I I would like to see more of. I would like to see more non-horror directors do horror movies. You're right about that. I want to see what a Quentin Tarantino horror movie looks like. Somebody on that old podcast, they said, back in the day, the masterpieces that horror movies weren't directed by horror directors. No. Like, like Exorcist, not a horror director. Nope. William Friedkin? Nope. Um, Ridley Sil- Scott. Silent, exact, Ridley yeah. Scott, Alien. Uh, Jonathan Demme. Shining. Stanley uh, Kubrick. Who did Silence uh, of the Lambs. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Spielberg. Yeah. Jaws. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, dabble. He, well, if you really look back, Spielberg established himself as a horror guy first. Duel, Jaws, Duel and Jaws, and then but he kind of went Sugar Can Express and stuff like too. Yeah, most of the, most directors dabble in fantasy because it is a fiction. Mm-hmm. Freaking though, he did some stuff that wasn't really well, fantasy. Horror is still oddly like the redheaded stepchild. It's still like the low art kind of like I I don't know why it's which still is, viewed that which way. Which is so strange because you look at like Ridley Scott's Alien, and that's gorgeous written all oh, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. everything. Same thing with The Shining. and I, Yeah, it's... Well, I, horror well Kubrick can... made... Kubrick made a space movie and a horror movie because he didn't like either genre. Like, he... Like, what... I'm trying... I'm going to butcher the famous quote, but, like, when he was doing 2001 Space Odyssey specifically, he was like, I want to make uh, one of those science fiction films, but not bad like those science fiction films. Or something... There's something like that. Like, he wanted to make a good science fiction film because he thought that pretty much everything else out there was poop. And I'm sure he felt the same way when he did The Shining. He's like, I don't like horror, so I'll try to make a horror movie. And mm. I think the results are cool when that happens. Yeah, I think you're right. Because you get someone who's like the genre and its tropes and its 
patterns aren't imprinted on their fucking brain. Because I think that happens too often, especially in the indie, like, like no budget scene. You get so many movies where they kind of go through the motions instead of inventing new moves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which sometimes it works. Some of those tropes are there for a reason. But uh, especially in the slasher genre, you see people in zombie genre, you see people falling into the same shit every time a new movie comes out. Yeah, even like with uh, even some like classic monsters like Vamp, it's, uh, it's Near Dark... Bigelow's Catherine Bigelow's yeah. only yep. horror, so that's another. Nice, yeah. so. Blue Steel. I haven't seen it, oh, but it sounds like a thriller. Oh, I haven't seen it. A hard thriller. And what else did she do? She did a Zero Dark Thirty movie, mm-hmm. and she did a Hurt Locker. That's the one she did, not Zero Dark Thirty. She did both those. I think she did both. Wow. I thought in that in that same director. I definitely know Hurt Locker. I'm not sure about. I, well, I can't think which I think one. She did both. I haven't seen either of those. I've seen Hurt Locker. It's amazing. I like yeah. it a lot. I think I've seen. She did Point Break too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which well, is getting a remake. Really? Ooh, that the trailer's out. It looks bland. Who's it's, in it? It's a piece of white bread. A bunch of nobodies. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised I didn't get Colin Farrell in it. <laughs> There's like I didn't recognize anybody. They all looked like sounds like something Colin Farrell. They all looked like primetime soap opera stars. Hmm. I thought. I won't watch it. Piece of white bread. I mean, if I well, hear they it's took great. the bank robbers and turned them into terrorists. They're terrorists now. They like blow shit up. How can you like somebody like that in a movie? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're expecting the side with this movie's gonna be dark, if they like, yeah, because that's part of the point of Point Break is that you side with Swayze's yeah. crew for a little bit. You're like, you like them, and then you realize, like, oh shit, they're really bad people. <laughs> like as the movie goes on, they're <laughs> blowing up buildings right in the beginning. Also, Point Break, I wouldn't have ever accused of being a legitimately good movie, but it's so fun and goofy and cornball, and this is like that sort of like just bland, like run of the mill, like. 2015 era action movie like everything's blue and like it just things kind of happen and there's no style or identity to it it's like how you said that's really fun like i don't really like top gun but everyone else likes it and that's just because it's just so offbeat and goofy and stuff and that's the same thing with like roadhouse like i'm not a huge fan of roadhouse i love roadhouse i I like sam elliott and top gun Um, i hate top gun i remember i remember seeing it was a weird it was a weird double feature not double feature as in together as in like one movie that was on Encore yeah. and then another movie showed and I remember because um, my stepdad was sick so mom had to take care of him all weekend and I sat in the chair and I remember watching Point Blake and then it went to Metro with Eddie Murphy <laughs> and then it went to The Golden Child that's super that weird. weird yeah and I remember watching all three of those and I was like oh these this is a pretty cool three movie deal I haven't seen I remember not hating Metro when I saw it because mostly because of what's his face is the bad guy is Peter Green the bad guy no he's in Blue Streak no not not Peter Green it's um uh, he's in The Crow he's in Alien Resurrection I can Michael remember. Wincott Michael Wincott yeah, yeah, is yeah. the bad guy in Metro and then um his voice is gold oh he's got yeah. a great voice I wish that it, <laughs> he has that great line in Alien Resurrection when uh Dan Hedaya is like like uh that girl she makes quite an impression he's like she is awfully fuckable ain't she <laughs> but, uh, uh, and then golden child i think is actually a really fun movie i haven't oh, watched that in years, but i would always compare that as a kid to big trouble in little china i don't yeah, know why it'd be a good double feature in big trouble in little china uh michael wincott and uh dead man yeah with johnny depp you ever seen that movie no i've seen most of it i've seen it all the way through him and like lance, lance hendrickson, hendrickson are paired yeah. up and like lance hendrickson there's another guy too but Lance Hendrick, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, Michael Wincott just doesn't shut up. He's like, anyways, it reminds me of that time when I was a little kid. And he just won't shut up. <laughs> he's just like riding on a horse for hours, <laughs> and you know he's going to snap. <laughs> like, Lance Henderson's going to snap any minute. It's really funny. When I saw that movie, I liked. It's really weird, though. It's a Jim Jarmusch movie, so it's just really offbeat and strange. One of the best cast the ever assembled. Yeah, it's got uh, Robert Mitchum. 
Gabriel Byrne, uh, Johnny Depp, Gary Farmer, Billy Bob Thornton. Robert uh, Mitchum as in Night of the Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Robert, whoa. Gary, uh, what the fuck? Uh, Iggy Pop. Yeah. It's Iggy Pop. Uh, Isn't it Crispin weird? Glover. Tons of people. I'm not even halfway dumped. Every, like, every, like... Alfro Molina. Every, like, third-string character in the movie is played by somebody you recognize pretty much. Nice. Isn't it weird that Mitchum was in Night of the Hunter and Cape Fear? You ever think about that? Like, it's Mm. weird, because it's such a similar Similar. role. He's a pervert. (laughs) He's a bad pervert. Remember the remake of Cape Fear? Did you ever see that? You know what I never saw? Come out, come out, wherever you are. Is it good? I like it. It's a De Niro and Scorsese. I mean, it's De Niro playing the playing the bad guy. There's a part of them who always bugged me when I watched it. I haven't seen it in years, but he's um oh I can't remember the actress's name. She was married to Scorsese. Um, oh man. But anyway, uh, Robert Niro's fucking her, and he leans down and bites a piece of her face off. Oh yeah, remember that? He's like and spits it out. That Ugh. part too, and like um, I mean, I feel like it's, I feel like it's um, it's treated. A little darker in the remake when he's like he's talking to With the daughter, Lewis. yeah, and the way like he tugs at her dress and like curls her hair, and I'm just like, oh god, yeah, this is gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you think De Niro had a terrible time making that? Like, I mean, he was like losing it, but do you think like he went home? He was like, maybe because he was so method, right? Like, probably. I mean, it's probably. Yeah, I shouldn't say was. He's still alive, but like such a method actor. Oh, somebody. I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who said it to him. Another actor. That was oh. to Hoffman. It was it was the Hoffman. I thought it was to De Niro. I thought it was the Hoffman. Oh, maybe. So why don't you try acting? Yeah, yeah. You should try acting. It's easier because the guy was method. Uh huh. He was like, oh, I did all this to get into the character, and I did this, and I did this, and it was a crazy process. I did this, and the other guy said, you should try acting. It's easier. <laughs> but I can't remember who it was. So that story lacks some punch because I can't remember who it was. was on, they made fun of that on Saturday Night Live. Remember that? No. Steve Martin played the character, and he was like, and I told him, Dusty, why don't you try acting? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Can't remember who he was playing either. Well, we're worthless. <laughs> Let's Google it. Well, fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> www.fuckyou.com. Uh, there's only one other movie I watched. I, I got uh, Badlands. You watched it? Yeah. It's a good movie, isn't it? Oh, fantastic. How good's Martin Sheen in that movie? Perfect. And Sissy Spacek, too? Absolutely perfect. Like, that's that's a performance that I think any uh, like, young defining. actor... Career-defining. That and any young actor would watch and be like... I could learn a thing or two from this. It's wow. that good. He's like one of the first characters that makes you like a bad guy. Like kind of like the Billy is the it, Kid is style. Is this one on Hulu or is it one that's not on Hulu? I had to per- It was one I wanted. Yeah. I picked up that in uh, John Frankenheimer's seconds. Mm-hmm. Which, this will be the first Frankenheimer... Well, no. I you, think... You uh, saw the island that Dr. Monroe direct this cut, didn't you? No. I think Reindeer Games was his last one. I think I might have seen that. Reindeer Games, a Frankenheimer movie? I think so. I think that so might have been the last Dr. Monroe, 1990. <laughs> but he also did, I think he did the original Manchurian Candidate oh I have seen that he did that is he the one who did that prophecy movie with the killer bear yeah I never watched that movie I gotta watch it <laughs> I, like I have that. it I like that movie yeah the I heard kid, it this, this kid he's all in a sleeping bag this family gets murdered and he's hopping away and he's like ah, ah, and the bear hits him and he flies and hits a rock and all the stuffing goes out of the sleeping bag <laughs> I wonder if that's on voodoo because I, I have know. the DVD, I wonder if we can upgrade to HD. I don't. I don't that's a uh, Paramount. Think, yeah, Reindeer Games must have been the only one I seen, but this will be the. That's the rough because there's only two good things about Reindeer Games: Charlie's Theron's left boob <laughs> and Charlie's Theron's right boob. <laughs> and Ben Affleck's nipples. No. What? 
And maybe Gary Sinise. Isn't Gary Sinise in that? Yeah. You know what? I did see Reindeer Games. I don't remember a goddamn thing of Gary Sinise. It's, it's, very not, good. it's I, not very good. I think good. it came out around the same time as 3,000 Miles of Graceland. Yeah. That Seconds. was a year of bad action movies. Seconds looks amazing, though. I can't. I hope it's great. Who's in it? I uh, don't know. Uh, Never but, heard of anyone. Uh, Butthole McAllister. I love that guy. Yeah, uh, Bunghole McGee. P-Hole and Peter. P-Hole uh-huh, I'm not big on P-Hole Peter. What? That he dude's was, done great uh, things. He was terrible in Butthole singer, Bungalow. The, the famous singer Urethra Franklin is in it. <laughs> that stupid bitch. That stupid bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order some of those tonight. I think I'm going to go for Eating Raul, which I love. Yeah. It's a great movie. And I might go for Don't Look Now, which I saw when I was 19 years old and didn't like, but I was an idiot. I think it's a great movie. I know I, it's a great movie. I just was like, I'm stupid as shit. Because I remember being like, I can't... <laughs> I, I just imagine Dave, like young Dave, watching it, just being like, "I'm stupid. I'm, like, I'm bored." <laughs> I do want to try to pick up two more before the sale ends. I, I definitely want to get Alex Cox's Repo Man, and I want to get. I got the BFI uh, of Repo Man from UK. I've never seen Repo Man. I always heard about it. Maybe Repulsion. I might want to get I have Repulsion. that one. I haven't watched that though. There's a Repo. Is it called either Repo Woman or Repo Girl? Repo Girl. I have it up there. Yeah. It's a sequel. Never seen that. From a few years back, they shot it on green screen and stuff. I want to see fucking Straight to Hell by Alex Cox. Hmm. I've never seen it. I've never even seen Sid and Nancy by Alex Cox. I haven't seen Sid and Nancy either. It's good. Oh, I haven't seen that. I just from everything I see about this guy, like it looks like somebody I'd like his movies a lot. You know? Yeah, those do seem up your alley. Like just and uh. Repo Man, I seen when I was a kid. And it was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. fucking, like Th- I was like ten, have... and I was like, I don't. It has re- like some nuclear thing in the trunk, right? It, re- it, it every time I watch the first segment in Heavy Metal, it reminds me. Or every time I see the trailer to Repo Man, it reminds me of the first segment. And mm-hmm. Heavy Metal's Metal. awesome. Yeah, I love Heavy Metal. is that on Voodoo? We can update the HD. Has that been released on Blu-ray yet? Yeah, yeah, I have the blue. I can see if it'll do disc digital on it. Give me it. I love that movie. Give me yeah. the blue. I watched it as a kid and I always felt like I was being naughty. Because <laughs> it had boobs and bushes in it. And John Candy. And John Candy. <laughs> That's really <laughs> naughty. And, and Paul Her- Peter. And Harold no. Ramis. He wasn't in it. He uh, voiced a dude. He's a voice actor. Oh, Paul Peter's in it. He's in it. Uh, Pee-pee? He's, he's the astronaut. Oh, Pee-pee? Um, Went to space? He's the astronaut with the purple helmet. Um <laughs> No, when I was He's a kid, green ball. When I was a kid, I watched it, and I felt like I was doing something bad by watching it because it was so dirty. But as an adult, I just love it. I love the I love the weird, like, sketchy animation, like, uh, mm-hmm. and just the stories are cool. And When, oh, when like Erica it. walks in when you're watching it, you're like, punish me, Erica. Tell me I'm naughty. <laughs> Tell me I'm bad. <laughs> Tell me I'm bad. She's very annoyed with that movie because there was a period of time when I first moved to Toledo where I watched it just like every day for some reason like I was just like I just like talking about how genius it was and stuff she's like yeah I get it you <laughs> like heavy metal I get it it's a stupid cartoon you stupid dick <laughs> that's what she said in that voice you stupid dick you watching that movie again that space ball that comes out and talks you watching the space ballies <laughs> do you ever uh... that talking space ball you guys remember mad balls yeah, yeah, I loved Mad Balls. In the cartoon, you remember the cartoon movie? I have no. one of them. Uh, the tape over there. Really? Escape from something. Escape from Orb. There's Island. two. Escape from Gross Joe. Escape from Orb is the first one. Gross Joe. I need like Gross Joe. Mad Balls. But uh, I used to have some of the toys, like a Dracula that spit an eyeball and shit. Yeah. But uh, when you were saying, uh, did you guys see Brutal Comedy? A uh, Brutal Massacre comedy? No, no, I want to. They interview this fan of the director, and like the director's supposed to be like a hack, and uh, the movie that he's talking about is Piranhas That Ate Flesh. <laughs> and he's like talking to, and they're interviewing him he's like 
I used to watch that movie every day. I must have saw it 20 times in that theater. My wife would be like, are you going to watch that stupid movie again? He's getting all mad about it. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie had me in tears. I got to see that. Needs more titties. That's where needs more titties come yeah. from, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I crap my pants. There's lots of good lines in that movie. I couldn't get to the bathroom in time. And, oh, man. It actually crap my pants. It was on Netflix. And I had it in my queue forever. And you told me about it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to finally watch that. And then it was gone. So. I probably hyped it up, but I, I thought it was great. I probably like the it. line where uh, he was like, "Every time somebody asks who your main inspiration is, all the directors get really douchey and pretentious, and they say, you know, all these names you never heard of." But my main influence comes from the fans. Oh, and JoJo Van Buren. You never heard of him. <laughs> I almost cried. I think it's a not Naughton. David Naughton. From American World from London. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, and uh, Body Bags, I think he's the main, he's the director. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's got Ken Forey in it, and uh, Gunnar Hansen. Cool. And uh, Brian O'Hallahan. Oh, from Clerks? Yeah. And from he's Vulgar. Gunnar Hansen. Cool uh, Mosquito? Yeah. Text Chainsaw Massacre! You're like, Mosquito? <laughs> <laughs> but Mosquito's awesome. When's he that, actually does a Blu-ray that. release of that. I heard that, isn't it getting, Synapse it's getting released, right? Somebody has it. I have the DVD in here. It's finally getting released. I have the DVD in here. Do you? The image DVD. You better sell that shit while it's still worth something. Nah, I gotta keep it. (laughs) I like that movie. All right, we've been yapping over an hour. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. See ya. Fuck yo. Pizza pieces. Shut up, Brandon.